I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. We are here to finally discuss the Wedding Veil trilogy sequel. <laughs> Sounds so weird saying it like that, but that's exactly what it is. I know. I probably should have said sequel trilogy. I don't even know. But basically, the three Wedding Veil movies yep. that just came out. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with Lacey's, which was the Wedding Veil Expectations. And we see her and Kevin McGarry back in San Francisco setting. We're going to jump right in. I gave it a four because I still really liked the San Francisco setting. They weren't in San Francisco. San Francisco is where, where they met. Yeah. But they were in Boston. Yes. I knew something was wrong there. But I liked that they were living in a castle. Like, I didn't even know there were places like that in Boston. Well, and it was oceanfront, which I wasn't really expecting either. I mean, I know, obviously, Boston's on the coast. <laughs> But it was definitely yeah. like suburbia Boston feeling versus downtown Boston feeling. Yeah, I was kind of shocked because I didn't think they had that much money. I mean, granted, I guess he comes from a wealthy family, so they have all those foundations. But I was like, holy moly, how are they affording this? Because surely her little museum well, salary doesn't cover it. I thought I was not as surprised by that. I actually thought maybe he was like living in their family home or something like his mom passed over the reins at first, but then it seems like they actually bought the home. Mm. So I really yeah. wasn't as surprised as I guess you were. Although I did find it. You aren't surprised when they showed a castle. No, I mean, <laughs> it really, I mean, it looked like a castle, but to me, it was just like a rich person's home. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a big home. It wasn't like they okay. went to Biltmore and there's mm-hmm. 66 bedrooms in it or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be really funny. We're going to see Biltmore, though, later this year. I don't know when um, they're going to play it, but anyway. So I gave it a three. I mean, it, the house was cool, but it was in disarray and being fixed up during the whole thing, which I don't mind necessarily, but I just was not... I don't know. I guess since it was in such disarray throughout the thing, it was like, okay, well, it's just a house that's being worked on. And there was nothing else in addition that I felt like really stood out to me set-wise. It was the same old, same old. What about like the cute cafes and restaurants they went to, though? The Italian place that they went to, they was in the first one, right? Because that's where their first date was. The place that she worked was in the first one. Like, I just kind of felt like all the places were kind of places that maybe we had seen before. Well, maybe you felt that way more because you just rewatched the trilogy. The original, that is true. And I didn't. So there's that. Did they not get the sucker appraised before they bought it? <laughs> like, usually you have to have somebody come in and tell you what's wrong with the house. <laughs> Foundation issues this would is have true. been found. <laughs> I mean, maybe they got a shoddy person who did it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you got that much money, you better be paying for the big guys, though. That's a good point. Uh, all right. So style, I gave it a five. Lacey was my favorite dress last time. She's my favorite dressed again because she had all these scoop neck dresses with these stretchy bodices, floral prints. She had the little scarves in her hair. She just looked so cute the entire time. And I gave I the style it. a four. I do agree. I think Lacey's style for me is the style that I relate the most to, but I also didn't Mm -hmm. feel like I loved the style as much as the first one. A lot of the dresses were kind of similar and stuff like that. So, I mean, it was definitely the same look, but I was like, I I don't know. So I just kind of gave it a four, just kind of going off the uh, 
See, I thought they were trying to emphasize, like, I felt like she was having a little bit more cleavage in the sense of, like, emphasizing, like, her body changing with pregnancy kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I felt like there was I a sense of that. I that way clothing. at all. I actually remember but that thinking, might have just been me. <laughs> how much time has passed? Because she doesn't look like she's showing at all. And then the baby's there. Well, it, time was very it weird is, in these movies. And you so never, like, I was kind of disappointed that you never got to even, like, they didn't even have a middle part. That was like them coming back to see the baby's room or something before she has the baby or photos of them having maternity picture. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even get any of that. It was just like not not pregnant body Mm -hmm. to not pregnant body. (laughs) Yeah. So then are you ready for storyline? Storyline, I only gave it a four because there was a couple of. Oh, Issues. Okay, I'm I'm excited to hear this because um, from what I've heard from everybody, I feel like people kind of like disappointed. I actually really enjoyed this movie, so I'm I'm excited to see what you're gonna say. Oh, I didn't realize. Well, you know, I avoid that's true. Everybody else's opinion, so I don't get influenced. So I had no idea. Well, no, that I meant like the second Lacey's trilogy as a whole. Like, I feel like a lot of people have been like, I'm kind of over oh. storylines. Like, they're fine, but they're not. Like, I wouldn't do anymore. You know what I'm saying? I I've see. seen that a couple of times. Now, I have also avoid, so yeah. what I've seen has been very little. <laughs> okay. Well, we can talk about a potential third sequel. I don't know what the third is would be called if they continued after we talk about Allison's. But I did not like Kevin's fake okay. Boston accent again. But wait a second. Still terrible. What did you think of at the end where she's he says, what did you first, they ask, what did you first notice about Peter? And she says, his accent. And they both die laughing. So that I loved. I loved the cute little interview, and I thought that was funny. Okay. So I liked that. So at least they know that it's terrible, but the fact that they kept it in wasn't funny to me. Like this, haha, inside joke, we know it's bad. It was just like, please stop doing it. And I do think he did it a little less this time around than the first movie, but See, I felt still like didn't it love was it. The more Look. this time, but I felt like I was more used to it this time. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't care for that. But my biggest problem actually with this movie, so this is all about Lacey like Mm -hmm. trying to tell Kevin that she's pregnant basically. And what bothered me was that she told her friends before him about the baby. And I don't know. I just feel like you should tell your husband your guys are going to have a kid before you share with other people. Now, that's just me, and I've never had a kid. I've never been pregnant. So I don't know. Maybe I would feel differently if it was I was in that situation. But it just seems like a private thing that you would share with him first. And I know she wanted it to be special, but it kind of got to be too much of this whole, I needed to be this big production type deal. Okay. I don't know. So I did also kind of have this problem. I have actually been the friend who has heard, learned of a pregnancy before the husband. <laughs> Actually, not a first pregnancy, though. Mm. I don't think it's ever been a first pregnancy. Okay. That that might make a little difference, um, I suppose. But I also think Maybe. the way that they wrote it is they found out because they asked. You know what I'm saying? The scenario brought it up because she wasn't drinking. It's not like uh, it's not like she just blurted it out and like called them on the phone and was like, oh, my gosh, you guys, I'm pregnant. I don't know what I'm like. I got to tell Peter, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel differently about it mm-hmm. that way that they yeah. kind of noticed that she was acting differently and it came out. 
that's why that didn't bother me. The thing that did bother me was the whole thing about like trying to make it this big special thing and like it keep taking up. And then they get to the end of the movie and they tell the mom, they're like, we've got to tell your mom because the, the co-worker found out because she was talking and he overheard it. And she's like, we got to tell your mom so that she doesn't find out elsewhere. And then they're like, but we're not telling anybody else, but they tell her at the party where literally everybody is around her. <laughs> I was like, this is the weirdest choice. <laughs> See, if you're trying to keep something secret. That didn't bother me that they did it at the party. But yeah, I can I can see your point. I didn't write this down in my notes, but I thought Kevin's thing with his mom dating that guy was kind of weird. I understand you wanting your mom, like you wanted to protect your mother kind of thing. But you're a grown man of a considerable age. And she's a grown woman. Like, it's not like your dad just right. died like last year or something. I don't okay. know. So I was kind of torn. I was like, he's acting like a child on this it, in one way. But uh, Kevin's yeah. face at dinner with that guy was had me cracking up. I I thought that that was hilarious. I was like, so I appreciated it for that aspect of it. And I will say, I was shocked. I My first comment is, wow. 30 minutes in and the mom is going to Martha's Vineyard with the guy for her birthday. I mean, it was moving fast, but she had well, no it just for everything. It was shockingly so it's not, not like he was normal homework kind of thing is what shocked me about it. So I could also understand oh. where if that's when he finds out about the guy is that they're going to go for the birthday because I think that is when didn't she tell he her at the house uh. and said that they were going to go? I thought it was all around the same time. And then he's like, wait a you second, know, this is this is moving really fast. And you've not even heard about this guy before. I don't remember that. I thought he knew about him before the Martha's Vineyard thing. And then he found out about the Martha's Vineyard thing. And he was like, right right after he'd met the dude. He was well, like, you're already going to go on this no, trip? No, because I know that I it know. was bef at least before he met him. Because the Kevin's face comment was after the wow 30 minutes in comment. So... I know he had at least not even met him yet when that happened. I don't think he knew about him. I think he found out about him when she came and mentioned that they were going to go to Martha's Vineyard for her birthday. Hmm. Well, I watched this movie like days <laughs> I watched ago, it so morning. I don't remember the specific <laughs> thing. But either way, I thought he was no, acting childish. I'm glad he finally got I on agree. board. And I, I did end. kind of find it interesting, the comment that he made, though, where he's like, I'm trying to keep my father's memory alive. And the how interesting of a comment that is, because, I mean, you you deal with that a lot in these Hallmark movies, specifically when the child's parent has died, you know, and like moving on mm -hmm. and that sort of a thing. But kind of thinking about what are the like, what can the emotions be for adults? I mean, you're still an adult and you should act like an adult. So I'm not like giving <laughs> like a pass for acting childish. But I did yeah. find it interesting that they included that. And that was his reasoning for it and I didn't know how long his dad had died. I mean, it had been a couple of years because they've all gotten married at least. He was dead before the trilogy even started. So, it wasn't like recent or anything, yeah. but I did find that it as had been interesting. A while. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have two quotes. Um, okay. She says he was ignoring her while she's trying to pick drapes and she's like, "You're ignoring me." And he's like, "I'm reading this thing about whatever blah blah blah." And she's like, "I'm nesting." And he's like, "I'm protecting." <laughs> 
Yeah, that was really cute. I was like, this is adorable. <laughs> and I actually really did like the color that she picked. I'm not a huge purple fan, but she was like, I want this color purple from the tie in my that was in the hair the first time we met, but more dusty and muted. <laughs> and I, I did like the that way That was it really out. funny. But the other thing that I had was mm-hmm. a quote she says, I can't wait for all the memories we're going to make here. And he's like, how about we make one of those memories now? <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> well, they are married. There's a lot of kissing. There was a lot of in the bed scenes, like waking up or whatever, not, you know, but <laughs> like yeah. a lot more intimacy compared to our normal stuff and on Hallmark. So it was good. And then stars. I mean, do we really need to rate stars when all of these have, like, big people in them? Well, I did rate it as a four. Um, I I rated, I gave it a rating because of, like, the extra characters okay. that are in it that were not, like, the main ones. I know the mom because you didn't really get to know her from the beginning. I do feel like of the most condensed secondary storyline mm. with the veil. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, like, you had a lot of it at the beginning. And then the mom kind of really in the the middle, except for dropping by to do, but not really like you didn't see her with the guy. Yeah. Okay. So if we're going that route, I'm going to give this one a a three. So there's that for stars. And then, so explain, we're not doing it for winter. We're doing wedding veils, right? Yes. So I think this should be kind of like, be like, how did you feel how the wedding veil lore like that? Okay. Well, what did you give it? I didn't give it anything oh. yet. I wrote question marks because I wasn't sure if we were going to do this. But I think I would probably give this one two or three. She did happen to be holding the wedding veil at the store. But technically, he was there too. And it's not like he would he have just not come there if she wasn't holding the veil. Or would he just not have seen her? You know, so that was kind of an inner, like, I felt like that was like the least. Yeah. Okay, I can get behind a, a two, <laughs> but I did mark this as a love. All right, me too. Sweet, that's Lacey's movie. <laughs> Moving on to Autumn's The Wedding Veil Inspiration. So I actually did. I like wrote setting, and then I didn't write a number. I wrote things out for it though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, I am gonna give it a three because. We're opposite. Oh, what'd you give it? I oh, gave okay. it a four. Uh, it felt like a fall movie. There was fall colors in the leaves and in their outfits and in the weather. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just at her college office campus. Then they were at her house, which I will say the house was nice. And then they were at the veil or lace store. I don't know. I just, this movie wasn't my favorite. So... It gets the low score or average score. Okay. I gave it a four and I gave it a four because I did really like the, specifically the building with the um, ivy all over it in on the college campus. Like that drew my attention a couple of times. And I think her house was the one I liked the best of the houses. Like I kind of felt like I would never, I'm, I'm not marrying somebody where we are affording a castle and I'm not, I don't. I like modern aesthetic when you look at it, but I don't necessarily want to live in modern aesthetic. So I felt like her home felt like the most me-like. So I think that that's why. But also I really liked on their date where he had set up the whole thing and there's like the little pool with the 
with the little boats in it and stuff like that. The the inflatable gondola. <laughs> yeah. So he's calling from Italy and he's sitting next to the canals, but she, so they made her a canal in an inflatable pool in their backyard. So I thought that was really Mm -hmm. cute. I was like, okay, I can mark it up to a a four. That was a cute moment. I agree. Style, I gave it a three. I think Autumn's might have been my least favorite last time too. Autumn's was my, oh, was it my least favorite? I don't know. Um, I actually liked Autumn's style better this time. I can get behind that, yeah. I, I marked it as a four, and I think it's because I did like it better. And I actually really loved that orange, like crocheted shawl she was wearing with the teal shirt mm-hmm. underneath i thought that was very really fall. cute yes very fall oh and that's another thing about set i forgot to say um there was the mark carlo marx and the other girl were talking and it was definitely fall and they're sitting in this park and all the fall trees it was so that was mm-hmm. so pretty of a setting okay so back onto the clothes i actually did write down a quote about this um i actually wrote down two quotes about her clothes <laughs> The, the boss said, you need to change your clothes. You look like Andy Warhol and Georgia O'Keeffe are going to a holy festival. Together. That made me laugh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? So then I like went to go look up Georgia O'Keeffe to make sure I was thinking of the right thing. Mm. <laughs> and then I was like, let me look up holy festival, which is a holy is a um, like a Hindu festival. Mm-hmm thing or whatever and they like douse themselves in these colors like all of it's like people doused in this color stuff so I was like okay I could kind of see where like she's got these florals and stuff like that and whatnot I I could see it (laughs) I was like it was a funny statement but I was like I don't know if that's what I would pick because she wore more florals than I feel like Georgia O'Keeffe's are like big not to get into art but big, like she has like really big flowers, maybe not like little ones like are on her mm-hmm. dress or, you know what I'm saying? But so I was like, I don't know if I necessarily agree, but it's still funny, especially after I looked it up. But it's still Andy um, Warhol then mix. the other one I said, yeah. and then she comes in dressed in a suit and her assistant, the main character in the secondary sideline, uh, secondary storyline said, you cannot you cannot be dressed like everyone's favorite funeral director yeah <laughs> and i thought that that was so funny that girl was funny in oh general. yes for um, sure mm-hmm. so i really appreciated those two comments specifically about her style and i did feel like it was i felt like it was better to me than in the past still not i still think i like lazy style better but i did like it better yeah okay and then storyline oh Oh, wait nope one more style (laughs) Uh, i thought the girl's dress wedding dress at the end was fun and different oh i did think it was fun and different it's not my style but i think it worked for her i like the. oh no i agree definitely not my style but it was fun to see the traditional veil with something very not traditional and i like that their wedding was in that like greenhouse out in the park kind of thing uh i actually had that for setting love the greenhouse wedding venue very cute and fun we're covering all my points. Woo-hoo! All right. Storyline. What did you give it? I actually gave it a four because I had heard from you and my mom that this was your least favorites. Mm-hmm. So I was like going into it, I think, with lower expectations. Least favorite doesn't mean that it was and, bad. Well, I know. But I mean, still, it's like I was going into it. I really enjoyed Lacey's. So then I'm thinking, well, this one might not be as good. And I actually really enjoyed it. I will say... 
I did not appreciate Paulo going to Italy in the movie because I remember thinking in what's her name's movie? Allison. He was not in one of the other movies or whatever. And it's like, why was he not there? Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that. And I was like, that's really weird. And then to, to have him be gone as soon as uh, like almost as soon as the stories really start. Yeah. You know, I felt like, uh, I don't love that. I mean, they did a good job of incorporating him still. But I thought it was weird that he I was, wish there would have been a different yeah, way that to he do was it. gone so much. Yeah. Okay. I gave it a three because I thought it was kind of slow and long. And there was a couple of things I did not like. See, I thought the first one was slower and longer than this one. I did think the first one That's was slow and long, but it wasn't as bad for me as this one. <laughs> Okay, Okay. so what I didn't like was this whole thing with Autumn where she was like, long-distance relationships don't work. And they kept talking about this like they were going to divorce. I'm like, you're not just boyfriend and girlfriend. You're married. You can't just break up. Like, it just seemed so... Except for people do it all the time. so, but it just seemed (laughs) so cavalier. Like, they're still freshly married. It's only been like a couple of years. And... You're going to be like, well, I don't I don't know. The way they approached it was just very, I felt like not a married couple, more of just we're together <laughs> kind of thing. Well, and I will say he came at it trying to talk about it. Yeah. Right. She was not even open to the discussion. Mm-hmm. And I can understand your heart's been broken before. You're afraid the same thing might happen again. But this is your. But he is a different I know person. this is your husband. <laughs> You chose to marry him when you wouldn't have married. Like, it's different in my mind, you know? If you. No, I agree. It is different. If you trusted someone enough to marry them, then you would trust them enough to talk about it rather than going off your ex boyfriend, boyfriend, husband. Mm, Very different. Well, and I found it interesting that she's struggling so much with the job and not really enjoying the promotion, the the promotional, the tasks in the promotional Mm -hmm. job, the promotion job. Um, that she's taking on. So she's not really enjoying them, but then is fighting so hard against moving to Italy where like when she could do what she loves to do and she doesn't really love the job that she's doing. I thought that that went on for a really long time, but I, what I did think brought it together was the friend conversation where they said, he said, she said, well, he's acting like, he's choosing his he's it feels like he's choosing his career over me and she's like oh I guess it feels it's like I'm choosing my career over him so I did like that they had her kind of come to her own realization yeah but then that she was being ridiculous it annoyed me because then she said that she's done letting other people make decisions for her when she was going on her whole thing of like I quit and blah 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 and I'm like you're the one who's been making all the decisions because of your five-year plan. You're literally the only one who's been making these decisions. That's no true. one else has made these for you. She just annoyed me. So my my favorite part of this movie was actually her assistant, Lily, and uh, Paolo's cousin, Matteo, played by Carlo Marx. I thought they were the cutest thing. So fun and funny. And I just loved their relationship. And they were the best part of the movie for me. I felt so relatable to mm-hmm. her like when he's like 
you went, there's this really good wings place. And she's like, oh, Lord of the Wings? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, that place is so good. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you want to go? And she's like, gotta go. Yeah. And she like <laughs> takes off running. <laughs> she's like, uh, can't go. Sorry. And it's like, that felt so relatable to like how you've been in relationship before and you you kind of are scared to get hurt again, you know, and you're really connecting with somebody, but do you take the chance? It's like, so I felt like that was really funny and I'm kind of awkward Mm -hmm. sometimes. So I would not be surprised if, if I have done something like that. She was just so funny because like, you know, she looked him up online as you do and she saw him with this pretty girl. She's like, Oh, of course, dating a supermodel, like (laughs) X out. Yeah. (laughs) I have no chance. I will say I was not the biggest fan of her hair. I would like to see her with a different hairstyle. It was kind of like, I don't know. There's something about the layering and it may be just because I, I'm just not a huge fan of layers <laughs> in general, which is my own it personal, is a personal problem. problem. But <laughs> I like that her hair was different but I than just, the normal that they have every woman have hmm, on Hallmark. I can, I can see that. I just don't know that I liked it. I liked it in the wedding dress because the, like, you could see the curls, but it wasn't like, I just felt like it kind of looked disheveled sometimes. Uh, or a lot of the time I felt like it looked like there was not much effort put mm-hmm. into it. But I mean, I guess my hair probably looks like that a lot too. <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness. And then I liked the interview at the end for this one with Paulo and Autumn. So that was cute. I did too. Um, I, I think my favorite part, I really liked the, 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 the side couple this, I mean, we'll get into that in a second. Um, but I think that the dinner thing, Paulo making such an effort from so far mm-hmm. away, I was like, Autumn, get I know together. he was very sweet and understanding. Oh my gosh. He was very, mm-hmm. he was amazing. Agreed. Okay. And then stars, I'm giving this a four because I loved Carlo Marx and the girl who played Lily so much. See, and I'm giving it a five because of that. Oh, well, there you go. Look at that. And then Vale, I'm also giving it a four. Actually, I want to give this one a five because I feel like the Vale really did its work here. Like she was consciously trying to avoid this Vale, which was really funny. Oh, yeah. And it was really funny how it got like knocked into her hands when yeah. she met him. So it was like, a, it wasn't like she was already holding it or something. It legitimately like almost put itself in yeah. her hands. So it gets a five for the wedding veil lore. I agree. <laughs> and, but the question is love or nonsense? <laughs> I am still going to give it a love, but it is a middling love and it's a less love than the other two. Okay. I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a love also. So there you go. I may also, I have not watched anything since Christmas, Mm -hmm. pretty much. So I may also be like... You've been on a Hallmark withdrawal, and now you're back in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Could be. All right. Last one, and the best one, is The Wedding Fail Journey with Allison Sweeney and Victor Webster. Oh, man. So setting... Yes. In Greece. Setting. It's a five because it's in Greece. <laughs> Nothing yep. else needs to be said there. Um, yep. Okay, good. I, I wondered if you were going to say something actually. But <laughs> style, I am giving this one a four. I wasn't crazy about Allison's outfits until 
near the end when she wore these two like white dresses, one with blue stripes, one with blue flowers. They were just very Mediterranean and pretty. And I was like, I really love these outfits. Okay. So one of the first notes that I made was um, love the white and blue dress she was wearing. Not at the donkey ride, but right after the donkey ride. Because I don't think she was wearing it for the donkey ride. I could be wrong. But I noticed it when she, when he falls asleep and she goes downstairs to sit by herself and the little boy comes up to her to Mm -hmm. draw her. That's when I noticed it. And I was like, they're going white and blue, which is the grease color scheme. So I was like, okay, I love this. Now there was a couple of spots. Her outfits arguably are the most polarizing for me. (laughs) I either love them or I hate them. Um, Like in Autumn's movie, she was wearing like a half leopard, half black dress. And I was like, or something like that. I was like, That was ugly. Mm -mm. Ugly. But then in this one, I felt like once they got to Greece, I don't remember what she was wearing at home, but um, once once they got to Greece, it was like she definitely went with the Greece colors, except for every once in a while she had like a pop of pink or a pop of orange or something Mm -hmm. else. And I think the vast majority of her outfits while she was there, I really liked um, so I gave the style a four and a half. I couldn't mark it up to a five because there were some of them that I just was like, not it. But I agree, especially the white and blue striped one at the end. I really liked that white and blue one at the beginning. She even had like the blue. They were going to hike, yeah. <laughs> maybe air quotes around hike, to catch she was stealing the veil and putting it in the guy's room. And I um, really liked... Like she, she went with the blue there also. So I found that really interesting. And I was trying to think back throughout the series and she does do like these bright pops of color, usually very solid though. Like she had that seafoam green jumpsuit in the very first one or whatever. So she's, she does like. It's when she's able to relax. Blocks. Mm -hmm. Is where she wears the nicer things or the things that we like better. Yeah. 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 And there were several of them that I really, really yeah. like. And Victor was the same as always, so. <laughs> okay. Storyline. Yes. The most important thing. I gave it a four. What'd you give it? Okay. I gave this one a five. Okay, I could see that, too. Uh, I loved the beginning. This had the best beginning of all the movies because we started with Michael Buble singing the song Sway. And it was just... Victor and Allison leaving cute post-it notes for each other. I mean, it's not cute because they have to leave notes because they don't see each other in person. But <laughs> I thought it was cute the way it was set up and them always missing each other but leave thinking of the other one. I thought that was really sweet. I thought that was cute, except the only thing that I did not like about it was the fact that it's like having a conversation. So he's like, lunch tomorrow? She's like... Uh, no, she says, how about lunch tomorrow? He's like, oh, I got to do something. How about Saturday? Did you forget I'm going to Boston? And it's like, how far? You never see each other. Are, are these literally 12 hours in between you're having this conversation when you could have just sent like a text message? This is true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the only part that I did not love about it. Like if it had been little, like I misused the whole time, like they were at the beginning, like they started like that kind of a mm-hmm. thing. And then they got more and more like a conversation as you went on. And I was like, oh, I 
I would be too impatient, I think. I don't think I that would be happening in my house. No. But to begin with, I thought it was a good, cute opening. It was different. And the post-its were different I know. Shapes. There was like a heart and a star and a dog. I was like, a- where are they getting these? <laughs> so that was fun. Um, this one is at least two years, at least after Lacey's movie, the inspiration one, which, again, time moved very oddly in this because – it's like Lacey, we jump from pregnant to not pregnant. She's had the baby. And then Autumns, we actually didn't spend a lot of time or as much time as I thought we would on kids because in Lacey's movie, it they made it seem like Autumn was kind of not like willing to have children anytime soon, right? But then at the end yeah. of Autumn's movie, she's like, I'm pregnant. And then we jump to Allison's movie and Autumn's already had her baby. Like, what? Yeah. Mariana. So I'm just like, okay, this is strange. But it was it was interesting. But what did happen with Allison is what I thought was going to happen, or something similar, at least. Because Allison the whole time was all, I don't want kids at all, right? And I was like, you know, I bet you they're gonna do a whole fostering adopting thing with an older child. Because I could see them not wanting to actually like have a baby. <laughs> but they are yeah. kind of a perfect couple for an older kid. So I kind of saw that coming. Good job. I did not see that coming. I figured she was going to end up with a kid. I didn't know how it was going to happen. <laughs> well, I couldn't have guessed, you know, it was going to be this. Well, I figured it would be an orphan child. But yeah. Um, let's see. I wrote down one quote. <laughs> And it's from Victor. And this is kind of the beginning when Allison really is kind of attaching to this little boy named Leo. And he goes to this orphanage type school and the headmaster is scolding Allison for something she did. And after he's done, Victor's like, please don't ever use that tone of voice with my wife again. And the way he just stood up for her and stood in front of her all protective and that tone, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what I loved about this is you could see it was coming. Oh, yes. The look on his face. It was like building under It was like skin. fire. And then he steps in front of her and he's like, oh no. And he got real close and put his hand on his shoulder mm-hmm. like, listen to yeah. me. And I was like, yes, Victor, get it. I loved, loved it. So it. Much. <laughs> It was so great. This was this is like, you know, what we loved about Allison and Victor and their original Wedding Veil movie was like the steamy fieriness. And I felt like they mm-hmm. brought that again in a different way in this movie. And I was like, yes, I'm here yeah. for it. Yep. I don't have a whole lot other. I did write golly with a cry emoji <laughs> because the whole thing with the boy and the, the, the yeah. uncle – where they go back to see him and the uncle has all of his pictures. His walls are covered in the boys' drawings. And I I just lost it. I was like, this is the sweetest thing ever, you know. Because he um, has, like, memory issues. I did kind of And they feel weren't like, even sure he'd remember him. Yeah. And then he did. Yeah. And I, I kind of was like, I hate for him to be so far away. Like, y'all just moved up. <laughs> I did appreciate them like really putting the step the the foot forward to be like if we don't deal with this then it's going to be a big problem. Mm-hmm. Because you know, 
think that's so relatable in relationships. Like you're like, you're, I, th- I feel like you're either on one or two ex- extremes a lot of the time. It's like either you're holding things in that you're irritated about and you're resentful about them, or you're like yelling at the other person. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not listening or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. And the reality is, is like you have, especially when you're in early years of being married, you have to learn how to communicate with each other and how to talk things out and figure out things that are going to work for the both of you. And I really thought that that was a good part of the storyline, especially as it's going on and, and he's realizing that she's really getting attached to this kid. And he's like, we don't have time for each other. How are we going to have time for a kid, yeah. you know, or whatever. But I thought it, the whole thing was very sweet. It, definitely made me cry the like the whole after the uncle on I was teary-eyed yeah I got teary with the uncle thing and then at the very end when they had the one year flash forward and Leo called Allison mom and it was just very very sweet I really liked this one yeah that was very so stars I am giving it a four because even though I like Leo he wasn't the only one but there was a British lady and her son and the innkeepers. I liked all of them, so I gave it a four. <laughs> um, I will give it a four also. I do think it was really funny, I guess it's technically storyline, that this guy does not, like, does he not eat? He's eating his own food. He has to know it doesn't taste good. Yeah, I I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. He just gets by, I don't know. Well, maybe his taste buds are off. And that's why he doesn't know? Maybe. What I loved was when he's like, I forgot to put cinnamon in that. And and then there was cinnamon in it. And he's like, you've been helping, haven't you? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry for stepping on He's like, no. And he like yeah. hugs him. Because <laughs> Victor's a chef, so he can fix the food. I actually thought the English guy was going to, when they caught them mm-hmm. in the kitchen... I actually thought the English guy was going to be also a chef because he knew immediately what he was cooking. And then I thought that that's how the the English guy gets together with the sister that runs Mm -hmm. the inn. And I thought that's how they were going to fix the food issue going forward. Because obviously Victor's character is not staying. (laughs) Although I did have a thought to like, maybe they end up staying. I don't know. But (laughs) uh, there's that. I don't think they did though. And then Wedding Veil, I am giving this a four because I liked the thought of this mom putting this wedding veil in her son's room, grand grandson, grandma. yeah, whatever, grandson's room, even though technically they'd already he would already held the veil and ran into the girl. I just thought that was kind of a funny storyline. Well, that I thought so too. I thought that that was funny. I knew she was the one who did it when they when she overheard the. The story, mm-hmm. her, you could see her eyes. Yeah, she was very big. interested. And and I just thought that it was funny that she kept going in there. I was like, how is she getting in there? And then to tie it in to her basically being a spy. I know. I was like, this is crazy. I kind of loved that. I wish we would have known. I wish we would have been able to see like a display of the letters. I know, because she had like all these letters when it went up from for Churchill and uh, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) What secrets does she know? (laughs) Yeah, that was fun though. That was a that was a fun twist on it. 
Um, yeah. And this so. was a love. love. Yep. Okay. So if we were to rank. So Journey was Journey the best, was the best one. one. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And then you're saying expectations and then inspiration. Yes. I think I'm going opposite inspiration than expectations, mostly because of Carlo's storyline. Hmm. I, you know, okay. I can kind of get behind that. <laughs> Okay. And then I don't think they should do a third trilogy, but they kind of left it open to the, where they could. I don't know what this legend, yeah. The wedding. What this. The, the wedding necklace story. I'm not sure how that would work, especially since they all have kids now, too. So it's like, what else is there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't know if they can make another one. I heard one of the actors saying that they'd be happy to make another. Yeah, I saw one. that Allison would. I do think. I I do think that if there's any more, this has to be the last of it. It's like a, it's like it's got to be like Star Wars. We're done. Or okay, here's a th- here's a thought. They buy the necklace, right, and then somehow gift it to someone else so we start a new trilogy with three new people and Lacey and Allison Autumn Hmm. might pop up later every once in a while but they're not the main characters anymore it's these three new people Hmm. because I'm behind starting another trilogy with someone else you're not behind it I could be behind that I mean I would be curious how it would work though you know what i'm saying like how would it get to someone else you know what i'm saying because they're thinking of going in on it together i would imagine that was the inclination right mm-hmm. and we never got to know what the lore is behind the necklace right so i do feel like though it would almost have been better to do like the trilogy and then a separate trilogy with the necklace. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not have this one on, only because, well, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really fully thought through my, what my if thoughts on that, they but. decided not to buy the necklace? Cause it was, what if it was a legend of love and they're like, well, we already found love. We don't need to get this necklace. So then the next trilogy of three new people has them with a the necklace. And then they pop up and like Lacey's like, Oh, I recognize this necklace. Where'd you get it? And her little cameo kind of thing. I could be behind that. Yeah, I could be behind that. I'd be interested to see what what movie concepts they came up with. So we're writing stories this week. What do you think the lore would be behind the necklace if you were writing it? What would you write the lore to be? Um, This isn't going to be very good because I'm going to say it's the same lore as the veil. Whoever is in possession of it loves oh. it and falls in love because that's the whole thing. That's the whole point of these movies. I don't know. I feel like we could do something different. Like maybe have it to be something about like going on an adventure or something. Like the person who's in possession of it will. I don't know. It didn't look like an adventure. Something happens necklace. in their life. No, but I meant like something unexpected happens to where they end up on something that's not what they would normally be doing. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have any good ideas either, which is why I'm kind of like on the fence about it, about the idea anyway. I don't mind repeating the same premise with different people because they'd still be different storylines. You just have the same core because that's how you have these interconnected series. But that's just me. I like to keep it simple. Stupid. (laughs) Thanks. K-I-S-S. Kiss. That's why I said that. 
I actually said that at Bible study last time. Oh, really? <laughs> Next episode, we are going to have a special bonus episode in the middle of the month. Because February, we're taking off, guys. Don't forget. So subscribe so you get notified. And last week for Mystery Week, we did two mystery series with the theme of St. Patty's Day. And we are going to record a bonus episode talking about how we came up with our ideas if you're interested in that. So... Um, like I said, subscribe so you can get notified, especially since we're going to be off for the month of February. Then when we come back, you will know when, uh, when, when we release a new episode and find us on Instagram and Facebook, love and nonsense podcast everywhere. And we'll be quieter during February, but back in March full swing, but we'll still be monitoring and trying to chat with people. Just don't be mad at us if we're a little slow. Bye. See ya.